Welcome to the Econ Dev Show. We explore the strategies, ideas, and insights that are driving economic development forward into the future. You'll hear new insights from passionate EDs about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from attraction and retention experts about how to apply actionable strategies inside your EDO. We'll help take your organization, your community, and your career to the next level. Here's your host, Dane Carlson. Welcome back. Today we're here with Erin Silk. She's the VP of uh, Business Development at the Sarasota County EDC. And we're also joined with Lisa Kraus. She is the CEO. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. We're excited. Well, I'm really glad to have you both on the show today. I know that Sarasota County is in Florida, and I'm pretty sure that it is south of Tampa. Am I, is that right? Doing good. good. You're going to have so, to come so, visit soon, Dane. Absolutely. So tell me, tell me about it. Tell me about the place. Well, Sarasota County um, is known for some of our amazing beaches. We have 35 miles of coastline on the Gulf Coast. And you're right, we are south of Tampa. Um, Siesta Key Beach in Sarasota is often ranked number one in the country. Um, beautiful white sand beaches. Um, but even more, you know, we're a great destination for visitors. Um, but those of us who live here, we know how diverse and wonderful Sarasota County is for business, for life, for family. Um, we have a great higher education um, ecosystem and community. Our schools are A-rated for 18 years consecutively in the state. Um, so it's really a, a very special community. I like to say it's special because a lot of us have come from other places. Myself, I'm originally from Maryland. Um, and I followed my family down to Sarasota County. I'm fourth generation to move here. Um, and I'm here because I want to be here. And I'm committed to making the community the best that it can be. And when you're here, you hear that story over and over um, because our, our community is made up of people from, from all over. And so there's a lot of expertise here, but there's also a lot of people that are here and committed to making it a better place. Well, you should know, Dane, that you need not ask any other question for the rest of this conversation. All you have to do is say, what makes Sarasota special? And we're off. That, that's all it takes. But one thing worth noting is recently Time Magazine had Sarasota on its front cover as being one of the greatest places on earth. And it doesn't take a whole lot to have to sell this paradise that we have um, when you have something like that going for it. And when you open up the story, you see Sarasota along Mozambique. So it is an incredible location. If you haven't been here, you will want to come here. When you arrive at the airport, though we're going through some construction, so it may have changed, but when you come down the escalator after arriving to Sarasota, I am there on a billboard and I say, welcome to paradise. And that is exactly what Sarasota is all about. I, I can imagine that image coming down the escalator, <laughs> your face, welcome to paradise. So, so is, <laughs> exactly. So is it a, um, it's a great place to visit. I'd imagine, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of tourism. Is that, is that a big driver? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And one of the things that is interesting about Sarasota is that you'll find a lot of CEOs have either their second homes or will have a home here that they are planning to retire to. But, and, and that seems to be a real cultivation for why businesses like to be here and how businesses end up here. The CEOs, I think, you know, start off by visiting here and then it, it's just a magnet for I never want to leave. Oh, that makes sense. So they, they come as a tourist and, um, and want to stay. That makes sense. You know, there's that saying, I think they say in the tourism world that it starts with a visit. Um, if you build a place that people want to visit, you'll build a place where people want to live. And if you build a place where people want to live, they'll want to do business there and, and on and on and on. And that sounds like it. So then do you just market the place by going out and telling people how um, great of a place it is to live or how great of a place it is to visit? Or do you have, you know, some industries that are, that are actual clusters and things that are attracting, you know, various industries? Yeah, I think I mean, it's a little bit of both. We have very strong alliances with um, our partner organization, Visit Sarasota County, um, they're very similar to us, um, and they are doing the marketing and tourism attraction, heads and beds uh, here, um, and we're leveraging our joint assets to make sure that our message, our business message, is in front of those visitors. Um, we have a growing sports tourism in Sarasota mm-hmm. County. Um, we have a rowing facility here that attracts um, Olympic um, qualifying events. We have equestrian. We of course have lots of golf. Um, and so that's a huge driver of visitors. And if we can get our business message in front of those visitors, it's a real win-win. Uh, but, you know, additionally, we have great assets that are attracting companies. For instance, Ringling College of Art and Design. Um, they are an internationally known Um, arts and design school, and they're doing things now in virtual reality, augmented reality. And these are, these are high skill um, people coming out of the schools that the businesses of all industries need, and they need quality talent. And so um, we have that feeder system from the great higher education here. I mean, you name it, cybersecurity. um, And so it's it's a little it's a little bit of both. Yep. I think that's how we attract the tech companies to Sarasota because no longer do, do the schools that focus on art and design like the Ringling, they're producing technology students. It's it's that form of art. Um, and it's an incredible resource and asset for us. But we do have targeted industries. So for example, headquarters or financial institutions and um this creative sector is something that we're really going after, which is when you look at the, the bench strength of Sarasota County and compare it to any of our neighboring counties or any, any county in any other state, what you'll find is that the, the arts and culture plays a really big uh, part in our economic driver uh, ecosystem. And so people love to come here because they know that the arts and the cultural 
assets that we have or something that is, is that they won't find elsewhere. And it's it's pretty strong. So when you look at the creative sector, we're really trying to build on that and, and say, no, that's a great targeted industry for us because that's a differentiator. So we do target industries similar to other EDOs, um, you know, in, in any other state or in this state. But there, there are a couple of factors, I think, that differentiate Sarasota from other communities. And that's that's part of it, in addition to what Erin um, shared with you. So let's talk about that arts and cultural piece. Was that something that has historically existed there in Sarasota? How, you know, is that or is that a recent how did that develop? And, you know, that this is not something that if you're let's say some of our listeners are in somewhere else in the country or somewhere else in the world and they're in a community and they think, oh, it'd be nice to have this sort of arts and cultural piece. Yeah. Is that something that they needed to have already? Is that something <laughs> well, you can create from scratch? So. Yeah? We okay. think it's special when it's part of your DNA. Right. And okay. sure, you know, I mean, the history says it all. When you come to visit, we'll take you to the, the Ringling Art Museum here, and we'll talk to you all about John and Mabel Ringling. Um, I think it, it, you're right when you say it's in our DNA. Because it has been in the making and evolution for for all of our history. And um, there's great stories about the Ringlings and um, Sarasota and Venice being the winter headquarters for the circus for a time. And um, so the, it, it truly is in our DNA here. So you're building on the the assets that, you know, naturally exist there. You're building the fact that it's a great place for CEOs to want to live. And so then their companies relocate there to, to yep. be closer to them. And then ancillary support relocates as well. And then you have that arts and, and cultural piece that then you're right. That what was historically kind of floofy, um, lightweight <laughs> degree and art, an arts degree was, yep. you know, was not taken seriously, but, but that's now, right. Right. But in the, mm-hmm. in the digital environment we're in that that's a driver of all kinds of things and all kinds oh, of different goodness. industries. Oh, yeah. Whether you even when you're looking at manufacturing, manufacturing today isn't a smokestack, right? Right. It's built on robotics and robotics is a a key part of that. When you look at the uh, entertainment industry, everything's digital. You know, you're not Mm going to find like I did when I was in high school and I had manual wheels at a movie theater that I needed to operate that that's not the way it is today. So that's what's being produced. Um, Really highly technically proficient students are coming out with this amazing creative sense, but also marrying it with technology. And and that's tremendous. I think that's, you know, the future, quite honestly. Right. And Sarasota County, it's not, what's the population? About a little less than half a million or or so? Yeah, about 420,000. So, I mean, it's not an enormous place, um, and yet you have these assets. You yeah. does this is this indicative of the future that things are a bit more distributed? People can do their digital art and technology stuff from anywhere. Businesses can locate anywhere, or or is yeah. it going to consolidate? What do you what do you think? Well, it's interesting you say that because we currently have um, a, a campaign, a marketing campaign, media a social media campaign that we have done in concert with Visit Sarasota. And it's, you know, a work where you live. Essentially, yes, you can live anywhere. So, um, and and you you can work for any, any technology, any other co- kind of company, if you're allowed to work from remote. And you can actually do it 
with the view of our bayfront and our beautiful waters and, you know, the, the glorious environment that we have. Um, and and still have a work-life balance, unlike any other at this moment, um, you know, when you look at the calendar. Uh, we have biking trails that'll take you from one end of Sarasota County to the other. And so, you know, if you're a walker or you're a biker, you're an environmental um, enthusiast, this is, you know, you're, you're going to find a balance in your life that you might not have elsewhere. And so that's that's pretty attractive. And What's interesting is that we are taking our waterways very seriously. The environment is a big issue for us and a big concern. The community has come together uh, to make sure that the environmental asset that we we recognize as being so important to us needs to be preserved and sustained. So even individuals who I, I think may come with a hopeful sense that environmental issues would be taking, taken seriously that you might find in a big urban city that you'll find that even more seriously taken here. And I think people appreciate that. In addition, you know, I think a decade, to, or I'm sorry, a generation, two generations ago, you know, myself being from the Northeast, um, the, the dream was you would work in your career, mm. you know, 30 years, and yeah. then you would move to Florida yeah. and you would retire. Right. And that's, you know, what happened in my family for three generations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's not like that anymore. Now, um, now it's driven by where do you want to live and then have your career. Yeah. And the, the beauty of what's happening in Sarasota County and in our region is that, um, companies are feeling the same way. You know, they want to be where the CEO wants to be and where the workforce wants to be. And so we're seeing this, this big influx of interest in our region. Aaron, you're, it makes sense that you would say that because you're right. Most people imagine that you retire to Florida after you've worked and you are, are here working now. That's a good picture. That's an excellent picture of this sort of change. Um, so during COVID, did you have a lot of new people move in from the Northeast or other parts of the country that wanted to maybe get away from the impacts of COVID up in New York and that region and move to Florida? I mean, we saw that here in, in Galveston County in Texas, that that people were moving to to be where it was where it was safer and where it was a little more open because there's fresh air and sunshine in the ocean. So did you see that as well? Yeah, I think it was a game changer for Sarasota County. Quite honestly, I know it was that, you know, the last two years have been filled with such heartache and um, pain for Mm -hmm. so many, but you know, the other side of it is I really think that in many ways, COVID, and the experiences that we all shared were a disruption um, from the way we work and how we work to us all rethinking how we want to live our lives and questioning purpose and values that we never really, I think, took great pause to think about. And so as a result, I think Sarasota County really benefited from individuals rethinking about what their lives would look like as they move forward after questioning, you know, the the value of our lives and 
were recipients of, of pain and, and hurt in mm-hmm. such a way. And I, to some extent, I think it put Sarasota on the map. Um, I will tell you that having lived here for 30 years, you will not find a kinder, more compassionate, philanthropic community anywhere than Sarasota. And that's the kind of people that seem to gravitate to our beautiful place. It, it is, yes, 420 you know, million people or thousand, thousand people, people. Um, but really it's a small town where people recognize and appreciate each other and it feels very small town. And it looks very small town when you walk down Main Street or you walk along the Bayfront. Um, there's a kind of human connection that people have that is not something you find in a big city. And the community itself is filled with foundation and charitable nonprofit um work, I would say our nonprofit community is a, is a, is a huge part of the economic driver that makes us, you know, so special. And you wouldn't typically think that in a place like Sarasota County, but it is strong. It it really is. So I, you know, it may come from our history, you know, the birth of Palmers and, and others who were such giving human beings and, sort of laid down the foundation for our community, but it, it, it typically has been uh, a very charitable uh, place. That's wonderful. And I, I'd imagine that builds on that sort of arts and cultural element mm-hmm. that all of those things sort of go together. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Excellent. So Lisa, I have to ask, how did you end up in economic development? Uh, Reading through your bio, I don't see it. So how how did you get roped into this? Well, let me tell you this. I don't think I had realized just how um, my bio and my background has been so beautifully made for this role. When you are in business and, you know, for me, I worked in a publicly traded, I was general counsel for a publicly traded insurance company. And then uh, a senior executive uh, primarily uh, grew up in in human resources and was a CHRO and then later became, you know, focused on internal operations. But, you know, that meant I was responsible for talent, right? When you look at one of the top strategic issues today for businesses, both profit and nonprofit, it's, it's talent, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's in my blood. It's about engagement, retention, recruitment, development of talent. Um, And so right there, it's like, oh, my gosh, my timing is perfect. How did that happen? And then, you know, I was responsible for all of the expansion activities for both organizations, um, primarily, you know, that I worked for prior to the this EDC. And so I was looking at locations. Where do we want to open up our our office and, you know, talking about the the kinds of things that are important when you're thinking about moving into a new state, a new city, a new location. And so that that's been right there. What what I did every single day and nonprofit work 
has been a big part of the work that I do. And I have to tell you, it, an economic development organization doesn't do the work, right? We are a, a, just a, a spoke in a wheel and that wheel needs to really have momentum. And so if you are not fully integrated into the community, I don't think that you can be effective at economic development work. So, you know, just being so connected to the needs of the community for so long um, and then having that business background and a focus on human capital, I kind of feel like I was ready made for this role and that everything I did had prepared me for coming in to, to this role. And I didn't think that, Dane, when I first thought about moving into this CEO role. I, I thought, I don't know anything about economic development. And that's what I would say to Erin. And she would like, you don't get it, Lisa. And I didn't get it until, you know, it, it, it took a couple of weeks and I said, Erin, oh my goodness, I had no idea that what I did had prepared me so well for what I'm expected to do. So many people grow up in, in economic development. They don't, they didn't plan to be economic developers, but yeah. maybe they get in early and this is all they know. Or they come in after having had a career doing something else entirely, and they realize, you know what, this is exactly what I was made to do. And that, you know, you sound like it. You sound like um, yeah. that was well, exactly I love it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm really having great fun. I think a lot of that is, you know, being surrounded by great people who love what they do, like Aaron. And that, you know, I mean, that changes the game for any leader. Um, but I also think, Dane, that we need to be questioning what economic development, what, what, what the purpose is at this moment in time. And I just don't think economic development is the same as it. And, and nothing has been the same, right? Nothing right, can right. Look, be looked at the same as we had looked at before. The challenges that our communities are facing, and Sarasota is facing challenges no different than any other part of this you know, country. When you look mm -hmm. at the difficulty that we are having with talent, um, and with supply chain demands and with housing, affordable housing. And when you look at, you know, what it takes to sustain an individual today from a financial standpoint, I mean, our issues are very complex and very difficult issues, but they almost like appeared right in front of us and nothing prepared us for this, you know, coming together of so many different crises at one time. And so I, I almost feel like having had the constraints and borders around me of, wait a minute, how does an economic developer deal with these issues? I almost feel like that would have hampered my ability to be able to react to what, what we're facing today. You know, I'm so proud, and we think of a, a ready-made example, so proud of the work that Erin had done in uh, the trucking industry. You're like, trucking, Sarasota? What are you talking about? And, you know, about a year ago, she began a conversation with a training uh, firm called Fleet Force, and they were, wow, we see that there might be a need on the horizon. And you know what? You look at today and you look at the conversation about needing truckers. Wow, what vision Aaron had along with this company. And I think it was two weeks ago, it might have been last week, um, where they appeared on uh, Fox 
business news, and they were talking about their training program and producing truckers because finding a site and connecting this company to a local state college was a match made in heaven. And wow, I'm not sure Sarasota County would have embraced truckers the way we are as essential workers and how needed and essential these individuals are. And I couldn't be more proud of being able to say that that seed was planted by Aaron and probably has affected so many lives, many more than we might have ordinarily thought just because of the challenges that were faced on supply chain, on making sure that we're producing jobs that are elevating individuals. And, you know, that kind of conversation, I'm just, you know, the challenges are really difficult and they're embedded in so many other human issues that people are facing today. And I don't know that you can separate it out. When you look at the, the fact that even as a worker, like where do you draw the line between working at home and working, working? And there's like a blurring of the lines of what work looks like today. And so how can economic development be viewed the same when the work and the life now are like they're all one? It's, it's just gotten so complicated. So I kind of feel blessed that I haven't walked in with bias about what economic development should be. That was phenomenal. Aaron, do you want to talk about this uh, this uh, uh, truck <laughs> trucking thing and how this oh, came about and how yeah. you and how you had yes. the foresight to, to oh, reach out to them? It's going to be hard for me not to sit here and just applaud. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Trey Williams is the gentleman's name and he has Fleet Force and they are a CDL training and he came to us and he was having a hard time finding a site. And I mean, you can imagine training truck drivers, you need a big parking lot. And um, there was quite a few specifics that he needed. And we worked with him. We, we, we evaluated a lot of sites with him. And, you know, his idea was, well, I'd like a permanent site, but if I can also find something temporary, I want, we need to get going. I want to get started. And so we continued on that journey with him and we went through a lot of um, options with him and he explored a lot of options and it was, it was quite a while, but we found the state college of Florida here actually had a parking lot and it was a match made in heaven. Um, And we, we, got them an introduction to Career Source Suncoast, who is helping them get grants for employers who need to put their employees through this training. Um, and what Trey said is without the Sarasota County EDC, I would not be here yet. And I, wow. the word yet to me was, yes. yeah. was yeah. so telling in, in yeah. what we do. Cause as Lisa said, we're not we're not doing the business. We're not hiring people. It's the companies that are, but if it, it is our role to help speed up and make them more successful and have a bigger impact on our community. And so I, I, that, that comment he made was, was so beautiful and we're glad to have him because as Lisa mentioned, he's been a great spokesperson. Um, He's a great community leader um, and so we're excited to see what the future of Fleet Force is here in our region. 
So since you sort of predicted the driver shortage in advance, what, you know, what's, what's next? What else do we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah. Well, workforce, workforce, workforce. That's you right. I, I think is on the horizon. I think a topic that we we have to pay attention to is the affordability of housing. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's an, ex, you know, something that we're all experiencing, just like, you know, you know, the, the, the topic of talent. I think it's all connected. Um, I think mental, you know, it mm-hmm. seems odd to be talking about mental health and economic development in the same in the same sentence, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, an, another topic that who would have mm-hmm. thought that it would be a big part of economic development, but it sure as hell better be. Right. Um, so I think those are some of the things that we need to be thinking about as we're looking beyond the horizon. Um, you know, I, and one of the things we're beginning to do, Dana, is, is to look at the data. Um, I don't think our EDC has done a good enough job at paying attention to what the trends in the numbers have been telling. And so Aaron has been taking a little bit more care to go back historically and begin to look at data and and see if we can begin to predict, um, you know, whether as a community, Sarasota weathers the storm a little bit better than others whether we have strengths that we could sell as part of the bench strength of our community, or whether we have needs that need to be dealt with that we haven't dealt with before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that, I also think when I look ahead, um, you know, I say this respectfully, it's Amazon is, you know, the Walmarts, they're a part, right? They're a part of our community and they are wonderful you know, organizations for the, those who work there, for those who, uh, um, you know, who are part of the organization. And I don't say this disrespectfully, but I was talking to a, a uh, contractor, a building contractor. Uh, he hap- this was yesterday, and he happens to be building medical uh, buildings. He does dentists and medical medical offices. And I said, I'm just curious, you know, we hear about the constraints on supply and steel and, you know, labor. Tell me what you're experiencing. He said, you know, my biggest challenge is an Amazon. And I said, I don't get it. Explain that to me. And he said, they are, they are building four or five. I don't know what it is, Dane, you probably know distributorships around the country and the need for building supplies Mm -hmm. just to take care of their building. And they have, you know, they have some influence over what building supplies are, are going to be designated for them. They have a lot of purchasing power. Mm -hmm. And as a result, the small operator, like he was a small builder is suffering and he's needing to wait months and months for things, you know, for trusses on, on roofs. And, you know, so I, 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 as I said, I'm not saying it disrespectfully, but what I am saying is it's changing the conversation and the needs that we have. It's just a reality. And all these issues that you've mentioned, none of them were on anyone's radar two years ago. Everything has changed so much, so quickly, and we as economic developers are positioned 
not to do the work, but to be there and to help facilitate this change because change is happening, whether anybody wants it or not, it is taking place. And we are uniquely positioned to be right there in the middle of it and help, you know, move it along and move it in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Wow. This has been an absolutely fascinating conversation. I have really enjoyed getting to talk to both of you. If any of our listeners would like to reach out and talk to you, pick your brain, um, Lisa, buy your book. Yeah, challenge you. Yeah. Yes. How about maybe adding to the conversation about what what they're seeing? What is that vision? What is that five and ten year view? I would love to hear from your 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 listeners. What did they see? Maybe Absolutely. we're maybe our ceiling is too low. You know, right. let's raise the ceiling. I'd love to hear that. Absolutely. How should they get into contact with you? Well, we're at edcsarasotacounty.com. Okay. My email is esilk at edcsarasotacounty.com. And Lisa's is L. Kraus at okay. EDC. K R O U S E. Perfect. At EDC, so we, we would love the conversation. Uh, we, we really see economic development as a collaborative thing. There's, you know, no competition. No, and we absolutely love- not. Absolutely not. Shame mm-hmm. on us if that's how we view it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we need to be in the practice of elevating others, mm-hmm. lifting others up. Right. And mm-hmm. right and at the end of the day, I think that's the lesson learned over the last two years. Yeah. Um, there's no credit that's needed. Um, there's no competition. Let, let's just focus on what's the right thing, doing the right thing the right way and making some good decisions for the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we love we love getting to talk to and partner with other videos and yeah. learn from them too. Yeah, for well, sure. Good. Good. Well, I hope that we all have uh, an opportunity to get together. I hope I get to come out to Sarasota and, and see what all of the excitement is about and meet yeah. you both in person. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for taking well, the time. We, we have one ask. Keep, keep up your great work of these conversations. You are doing phenomenal, phenomenal uh, work in making sure that we are talking across the entire ecosystem of economic development. And you are really, I think, uh, making headway and, and you are a change maker. So thank you for the work that you are doing. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye, Dane. You've been listening to the Econ Dev Show with Dane Carlson. If you're an economic developer who never stops learning, for more expert strategies, fresh insights, and new ideas to take your career, organization, and your community to the next level, visit us on the web at econdevshow.com.